Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Game Face, I am your host, Richard DeRazor Ewing. We do this podcast on the Bleed Talent Network. If you are trying to figure out how to put together your barbecue grill, you are on the wrong podcast. If you are trying to figure out which hole the Gophers went in on your lawn, you are on the wrong podcast. But if you are trying to figure out to get the best information for sports in the San Francisco Bay Area and to get an in-depth look on sports on a national level, you just put your game face on. As I said before, I am Richard the Razor Ewing. I'm here with my co-host, Mike the Shoe Schumann. Mike, what do we got today? Well, it, there's so much going on in the Bay Area, Richard. We don't even have time for a guest today. So, well, you know what? Guess what? And, and guess what? It is the thing. The guests, if they don't show up, they don't get on. That's it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've had a couple of those. All right. Let's start off with the 49ers. I, I tell you, we, we talked about the revenge tour, and now this is turning into uh, the hangover, Super Bowl hangover tour. <laughs> the injuries yesterday uh, – was it MetLife Stadium? I'm not yeah, sure what it is. They played the Jets and they played the Giants next week. They stayed back there in West Virginia. Jimmy Garoppolo, high ankle sprain. He's week to week. Nick Boza, out for the season, torn ACL. George Kittle, still week to week with his MCL sprain. Richard Sherman, he went on IR. And by the way, the 49ers defense, if you notice, they played a lot of man-to-man. Yeah. Because Sherman wasn't there. And everybody was saying, oh, Robert Sala made some adjustments. No, he didn't. He just didn't have Sherman because Sherman can only play zone. So Witherspoon and Mosley did a nice job, pretty nice job playing man. Most of the I was, I'll tell you something. I was actually impressed with Akella Witherspoon in that game. Yeah. Because he played well. Yeah. And Let me finish guy, the list here. Yeah, but he, okay, uh, go ahead, finish the list. Yeah, Raheem Mostert, mild MCL sprain week to week. Tevin Coleman, knee sprain. He'll be out several weeks. DJ Jones, Dre Greenlaw, Western Richburg, Ronald Blair, Solomon Thomas tore his ACL. He's out for the season. And the others are to be determined. So 16 players right now on the injured list for the 49ers. And uh, I kind of spaced out. They were playing last week. And – Went for a walk, came back, and Nick Mullins was playing quarterback. And I was like, oh, my goodness, what the heck's going on here? <laughs> so, but if you recall, on week one, I took the Cardinals and the Raiders. Okay, you know what? You're killing me. You're killing Two me. Two winners. This week, I took the 49ers and the Saints, and Raiders-Saints tied at 17 at halftime right now. And you know why I'm talking about this? Why? Because the wait is over. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action on Bet Online. Hmm. As I mentioned, I took my teams last week and this week, and uh, feeling pretty good about myself. Okay. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. We were just talking about that in Vegas. It never closes. 
So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. All right, so you were impressed with their defense. Uh, of course, it was the Jets, but um, <laughs> I didn't see the first half. I came in, they were already up. The game was out. It was, you know, pretty much at hand. But uh, just watching these players go down, I think we all expected it because these are like the preseason games. And uh, But the Niners have been hit maybe as hard as anybody in the league. And this has been an ongoing issue, I think, since 2012 with the 49ers. It gets to a point where do we have to check their training staff, their doctors, you know, their orthopedics? Is this an issue with them, or is this just bad luck? Well, let's take a look at the fact that, you know, really at the end of the day, I want to first point out the fact that you, you took the Niners versus the Jets because only a fool would have bet with the Jets. Let's keep it real. <laughs> well, it was seven. It was seven, you know. So. Yeah, but still, that was just that was just a full bet. Now, By the way, any given Sunday. Any given Sunday, yeah, in any given Sunday, you work. There's 55 guys on that Jets roster that are all NFL players. Okay, but you were, you were the coaching, the organization, everything else is, you know, horse bleep. So it always kills me when people say, oh, we can get, you know, we'll we'll kill the Jets. You can't say that, you know, in the NFL. So go ahead. But it was funny though, because you were not gonna pick the Jets. <laughs> that was not gonna happen. Okay, okay. Nah. But 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 this is the other thing. I want. Well, you don't want to go on too. Okay, but I want to point out what was also hilarious because you know me. I'm not a gambling man. I, I watch all you guys gamble because you guys got money to do so. But what was not really? But go ahead. Okay. But what was funny was that there was someone who bet thirty five thousand dollars. Okay on Atlanta to beat Dallas, and they would have made $1,035, and they lost. <laughs> I was like, I was like, are you serious? I was like, okay, first of all, you look at the margin of winning, and you think, dude, what are you, dude, are you out of your mind? I said 35000 is actually 3500 Still, it's like, come on, dude, look. I just, I'm sorry, shoot. I'm, I'm just not a gambling man. I'm not, okay? Well, I saw the end of that game, and uh, I was thinking, is, is Kyle Shanahan still with the Falcons? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's cold. I know. That's cold. Oh, that, was, that was icy. That was pretty icy. Yeah. I don't think that, so, that could have uh, – there was, there was, you weren't, there was no, there was no, no heat to that last response at yeah. all. That was, well, like, you know, it's funny too. Charles Barkley on the NBA show at halftime said he just totally looks right at the camera. He goes, The Atlanta Falcons cost me, he didn't say the number, but he's a big gambler back in the yeah, day. Yeah, he is. He is a big gambler. And that Super Bowl that Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan was involved when they lost to the Patriots up 28 13, I think it was. So, uh, and then he said he didn't bet on this game, but Atlanta fans, he feels so bad for them. And you can see them all over Twitter. We're done with the Falcons. <laughs> it's just, you can't, how can you be that far ahead and lose that game? So, well, well anyway, let's get back to, let's get back to Garoppolo. You and I were talking about low and high ankle sprains. I mean, is this something, I, I personally would rest him against the Giants next week. And I'd rest Kittle next week also. And, uh, and Moster, you know. Although they might be running low on running backs. So, what's your thoughts? I see it more like this. I would do that. I would go resting with all three of those guys. You have – I don't know about you, but McKinnon looked good last week. 
Okay. I, I love his comeback. Yeah, yeah. He he looked real good. Um, uh, I don't know if is, is 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 Coleman available to be ran or is he? No, he's got a sprained MCL. So McKinnon could be your starting back, and then they could bring up George Wilson Jr. You know, mm-hmm. who's on the practice squad, and they have that young rookie on the practice squad, the running back, Hasty, I think it is. They could also bring him up. So they have mm-hmm. people to, you know, it's next man up. That's all. Yeah. yeah, but you said Hasty. Wasn't there a James Hasty that used to play? There was. There was. I think he was – might have been a Raider. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So they have plenty of people to bring up, but – and the Giants, they haven't found their footing either. So uh, I just hope they don't – you know, if they're saying that field is as bad as they said it was – they said it was sticky, so I don't know if they had a concert there, you know, because all turf fields are bad, if you ask me. Uh, I think they should all go grass. But if there's a sticky substance on top, you know, it's going to also create some issues. So I'm not sure what happened there, but uh, the league's already cleared it for next week. Well, I will say this much. I was very impressed with Jordan Weed's play. He, he actually stepped up, uh, stepped up in the moment, took advantage of what was available to him. You know, and two two nice scores from him. Um, I would imagine that they're probably going to deliver the ball to him more. Kendrick Bourne also played well. I was very impressed with him. Which you know, Kendrick's my guy. I you know, well, I just, except for that dropped deep ball. Well, there's always one. So <laughs> that's the problem with Kendrick yeah, Bourne. Yeah. Well, like I said, let's keep it real. They're not. They're not. You know, the the mature receivers we'd like to see them become. No. But Jordan Reed is a red zone machine. Yeah. That guy, I mean, you look at the plays he made. Both great plays. That one catch, mm-hmm. I mean, he just snatched it from the DB and then right. switched it to the other hand to the get it hand. over the yeah. end. Though. You know, in case he didn't get in. So, he's impressive. If he can, you know, can avoid another cut concussion, well, that's a great one-two punch with him and Kittle. But, you know, this is the other part. The other part that I'm noticing, too, is that it, it appears, and I don't know, maybe I may be wrong about this. I was going to bring this up to you, too. Do you kind of feel like that maybe, you know, um, you know, certain teams kind of see the kryptonite in certain players and they kind of exploit it? Oh, yeah, that's what every team does, you know. And, like, when Sherman went down, I'm sure they went after Spoon early in the game. I didn't see it, like I said. But they just had – they didn't have any really wide receivers that threatened anybody. Their wide receivers are worse than the 49ers. Yeah. So you're going, you're going, wait a minute, really? Is that what you right. look? The, the one guy, I can't think of his last name, but from the Jets, he, I don't know what type of route he was through, but it got to a point where the quarterback threw him the ball, and it was like, in other words, if there would have been a few more seconds for that to hang, that would have been an absolute uh, interception. I mean, it was, it was, it was a great thrown ball, but the receiver just totally missed the route. I'm just going, dude, you, right. you, you could have at least ran that a little, a little tighter. You could have, you know, but no, it was just, man. And it just so happened it bounced off of uh, uh, Keller Witherspoon's hands. Um, and to your point, because we brought up, you know, the fact that, you know, Witherspoon and Mosley have stepped up. I kind of like that combination. Yeah, they have to. They're big corners. You know, they'll hit you. They can run with you. Both can play man. You know, Sherm just can't play man anymore. He got beaten in the conference game last year in the Super Bowl. And uh, he's getting to a point where he should have moved to safety or retired. And 
I would venture to say when he comes back, he will not get his job back. Well, if he doesn't give his job back, he can still contribute. So if I'm Salah, yeah, it's like you, you move him to safety. Because they were just playing zone with him. They wouldn't right. adjust the man-to-man. And, uh, right. And now he has to build a defense around a cornerback. Right. But he's, he's also, you know, basically uh, Uncle Sherm. And, you know, a lot of the young guys respect him. So that's going to be, you know, veteran encouragement out there for that defensive, you know, backfield. Um, and he would do it as a – he'd be a good teammate, I'll say that. Right, right. And, and like I said, free safety, he can still he can still use his insight. Because one thing you got you to say about Sherman, he is intelligent. I mean, he knows the game. He's smart. No, he Not, knows the game. He'd be a good coach. Right, exactly. Or so, another, but I think he's done after this year with the 49ers. Okay. So. Now, so let me ask you now. Niners finish mm, 97. That's what I picked this year. Yeah, okay. Does Salah leave? Well, I, I hate to say it. He turned down a head coaching job, a potential head coaching job last year. And he said he had unfinished business with the 49ers. Now, if they come back and go 9-7 and seven and that defense doesn't play as well, he's not getting offered another head coaching job. You don't turn down head coaching jobs in, in any sport. Mm. And I understand and I love his loyalty, but he might have just cost himself a head coaching job in the NFL. He might not have a run like that again, you know, as a coach and get to the Super Bowl. You get to the Super Bowl, somebody's going to offer you a better job. Right. You know, you come back from the Super Bowl, go 9-7, and seven, they're going to go, wait a minute, maybe he wasn't that good of a defensive coordinator. Well, so, I, mean, I don't I, – I, the one thing I will say is, Mike, I have to disagree with you there, and I think the reason being is because you look at guys like right now, one of the guys I can think of is Matt Patricia. Okay, here's a guy. Troy Lyons, head coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, was with yeah. was with Belichick in in, right. in 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 New England. You know, got a head coaching job. And you look at his head. What's going on with the Lions? I mean, it, it's looking like another dismal season. I may be wrong. Maybe six games down down the line, maybe maybe there can show up. You know, as a playoff playoff contender. But I just don't feel like I, I feel like this much head coaching is a position where you have to be careful because you are putting yourself out there saying, I'm the number one responsible guy for what happens to this team, win or lose. And if you get into a situation where now all of a sudden you begin to win, but then you start to lose and you can't come out of it. And all of a sudden you're losing, you're losing, you're losing. And that's what's happening right now with Matt Patricia. Okay. Because you look at Detroit, it's like, okay, you know what? You guys were in the driver's seat. Okay, at least two of the games you were in the last couple of weeks. Okay, and you can't get it done. And that says something at the end of the day, who are they gonna point the finger at? Patricia. He's Always there. a head coach, right? Right. So, well, so they've got I mean, such I, mean, a... I think I think Sala I think Sala stayed because he thought that they could regenerate what they had. And I think when he did that, he probably didn't foresee all of the injuries that they incurred this season. Um, and then the other word I want to use is something that helped this team last season, and that is resiliency. Now, they have that. I'm not worried about the team itself, you know. But it's just when you play into the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you know, that's like when the Giants play to the World Series, Warriors play, you know, to the NBA championship. Mm-hmm. You're playing another 50 games, you know, on top of the 82 you played in the NBA or, 
So I think uh, that's what's happened at any Super Bowl team. Mm-hmm. Even Kansas City doesn't look that sharp. You know, they're, they're kind of squeaking out wins. Yeah, so, they, had to, they had to win in the overtime to get that done. Yeah, it was but, like... but the point being that it wears you down, and you, you might not know it, but I think that's what the Niners are seeing right now, playing – what, 16, what is it, uh, 16, uh, about 20 games last year, five, you know, about 25 games. That's a lot of games for the body to take a punishment like that. So I think we're seeing a little residual from that and then some freak injuries on top of that. So I didn't see Boza's injury either. But, uh, you know, as strong as he is, somebody pretty big must have fell on his leg. So Raiders take a 24-17 lead, by the way, over the Saints, third quarter. Hmm. So we'll give you live updates here. Okay, so now this is the other thing. The other thing is that they're saying that the Saints will probably be the team that will vie for the NFC Championship this season. And now you're seeing what you're seeing concerning the Raiders. Is is And this is the thing. I don't know. Is it me? Or are you seeing kind of with the season with these teams kind of like fool's gold? Like, yeah, a you, little bit. Like, the product you see on the field is like, okay. And then the end result, you're going, Wow. <laughs> it's like, man, I didn't know that was going to happen. It's like, well, I think too, uh, certain players, you know, need motivation from like the fans, mm-hmm. whereas other guys can kind of get themselves up. Mm-hmm. And it's easy when you're feeling like you're just in a scrimmage because there's no fans in this big cavernous stadium to relax. And that's when you get injured. Hmm. I was thinking about that today. You know, you can you can take one play off. You know, you're just not that motivated. It's second and three. You know, and then boom, you get injured. You know, so I think that could be playing into all the injuries we're seeing. Besides what we've been talking about, so you got to be careful. You got to stay focused. Anytime you're on a football field, boy, you better have your head on a swivel and pay attention. Yeah, because so, you can get hurt really bad. So yeah. you know, I, I just think they're on. Unlucky right now. Uh, let's hope it's that, not the training staff. And they have you and I've been talking about it for years. They've built their depth up now. They're a championship team that has depth for people to step up. You know, Spoon steps in for Sherm. You know, so they'll have players to step up. But and they signed um, was it Ziggy Anqua? No, Ansaw. Ansaw. Yeah. So there's an experienced veteran, 31 years old, knows how to play the game. So that's a good pickup there. So I'm not worried about it, especially these first four weeks when the four teams are playing aren't the top tier teams in the NFL. You know, the Giants and then the Eagles. So you know they could uh, you know, get back on track. I was just worried. You take the Jets for granted and they beat you, and all of a sudden you're 0 and 2. The 0 and 2. I think it's like 10% of teams make it to the Super Bowl to start the season 0-2. Right. So that was a huge win just for that reason. And uh, like I said, I would have taken a lot of players out and rested them. Uh, I wouldn't have played Garoppolo the second quarter. You know, you're going to beat that team. Kyle's got to know that too. And well, uh, they, didn't, they, didn't play him, they didn't play him in the second half, but I'll tell you something. But he got hurt with 11 minutes left in the first quarter. Yeah, but they what they wanted is they wanted to seal the win because like do you what you did, they, didn't, they didn't want to go they didn't want to go on to you know it's just it's it, like you said it's just not a good look you're on to and everybody's got this idea that you're going to Super Bowl it's like well no that's not gonna happen no. now now let me ask you because I watched 
the Sunday night Mull game. Mullins would have won that game for him, and you would have had Jimmy maybe next week. Okay. All right, now let me ask you, because I watched the Sunday night game, okay? It's Seattle and New England, okay? Oh, yeah. And, and Great that game. Was a tight one. That was a tight one. Came down to the wire, and I'm telling you something. I'm, I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm watching the last play. <laughs> and I tell my wife, because she's sitting next to me, I said, okay, one of three things are going to happen here. I said, either, either. Cam Newton is going to try to run it in, and Seattle's going to stop it. <laughs> okay, I said, or or he's going to try to pass. He's going to throw an interception. Okay, I said, or he's going to try to run it. Somebody's going to enter, somebody's going to drop the ball, and Seattle's going to run it all the way back. Okay, and, and she's like, she looked at me going, I don't understand. How do you know all this? I says, I've been watching this game long, and I'm telling you, it's Seattle. Seattle is always in a tight situation, and they always find a way to get the win, with the exception of last year in the game against San Francisco, which I was shocked that that happened. I was like, are you kidding me? All right. Wow. Okay. And sure well, enough, what happens? They were Cam too. Cam Newton. What? Go ahead. Yeah, they go ahead and finish. And what happens? Cam Newton tries running in, and he gets stuffed. You, you know? Well, he scored earlier in the game like that. It's actually a play where instead of going over in a quarterback sneak, he takes the snap, and he just waits and waits, and he finds a hole, but there wasn't there. So I, I was surprised at that call, but they had scored earlier that way. But his final drive was phenomenal. I mean, he was throwing darts in that there final drive to get them down to the goal line. So this guy's back. You can tell he's been injured for about three years. And – he and Russell were kind of the original, you know, big – or not big, but moving black quarterbacks mm -hmm. that the league just didn't know how to handle. Right. You know, now you're seeing them everywhere. Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, you know, Kyler Murray. Right. I think there was nine black starting quarterbacks in the NFL this year to start the season, so which is a great sign. So that's where the league's going. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just don't think Seattle has this surrounding pieces. Edelman's too old. Uh, he doesn't have that chemistry yet with Cam, but but that that was a good game, a Sunday night game. Two of the you know better quarterbacks in the league, and uh, I really enjoyed that game. And Russell Wilson, I'm telling you, he is on a I'm going to win the MVP this year tour. Never had a vote, never even been included, and, uh, and he's just playing the, well as anybody. Guys, you look at the guy's history in the league, and you ask yourself, how could they overlook this dude? Well, that's that West Coast or East Coast bias. Plays late games West Coast. Nobody sees him play. You know, you see the stats the next day, and you go, oh, well, I had a pretty good game. But you got to watch that kind of quarterback yeah. play and create the opportunities he creates. He's not like Garoppolo or Brady or just no. sitting in the pocket mm -hmm. waiting to throw. He's no. creating plays when they're not there. Yeah. And, that's, and that's what you miss with that guy. And that's the reason why I said what I said last week, because I called in a local radio show and I told him, I said, you know, what makes quarterbacks great is the ability to be able to, you know, alter the game in key situations. And I think that's what Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson excuse me, has been doing for years. He's been doing it right. his entire career. Whereas you have guys that are trying to figure out how to do it now. And you got guys coming league to do it automatically because that's what colleges are teaching now. Right. Um, but – I just I just look at, at, at Russell Wilson's career, and even Belichick said that, you know, he, he is a, a top three quarterback in the league. 
No question. No question about it. And I, and I agree with Belichick. I think he's right. I think – and that's that's the sad part because me being a Niner fan, I got to look up at this guy every single week going, okay, what is he going to do to change the scope of what we need to do to get to the pinnacle? And every week he does something different. And it's like, okay, this is harder now because of him. All right. Do you think the Niners handle the Giants this week? I think they Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley out. But yeah, he's out. I think they squeaked out a win just simply because the Giants will have to bring in new blood to be able to compete. So well, well, the Niners. Yeah, but not like <laughs> not like not like the not not like the Niners. Niners will use they will use blood that they already have mixed with new blood. Whereas you're gonna have a lot of new blood with the Giants right. this week. Right. Okay, overwhelming amount. Okay. We only got a, we only got a few minutes. This, this All right, we got to talk about that. Uh, that's emblem on your hat. A's of A's have clinched the playoff spot, and they might win their division. Yeah, and and, and they're going to do a bubble in baseball. I just saw where uh, Texas Rangers Stadium is going to be one, and where and that's where the World Series will be held in their stadium. Really, and it'll be it'll be be one of the bubbles. And the Giants are fighting for that wild card, if I'm not mistaken. So, mm-hmm. well, well, they, to, they still have to win. I think. Four more games. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I was. They got to go. If I remember correctly, if they go six and two, they're in. If okay. they win four games and two of the teams like Cincinnati lose or drop a game, then they're in. Okay. But for all the talk about how you know this new management team is just this analytics is all BS. They've done a pretty good job with a bunch of no-name players. Hey. You know, they won eight or nine in a row there, and uh, so hey, I got to give them a little credit. Yeah, and not only that, you, you also realize that Farhan Zaidi is a lot smarter than people want to give him credit for. And I say give him credit from the standpoint that they all they all saw what he did in LA and they thought, well, you know what, that might be fool's gold. Maybe it's not genuine. It's like you know what, they're in San Francisco now and they're recreating what they did down there. So you know what, maybe it is genuine. Can the A's win it all? I think if, they lost if, Chapman. They if, lost their third baseman. If, if, if their pitching stands, you know, the test of time, then yes. Yeah. Because that's where their biggest strength is. It's Everybody wants to focus on their hitting, but really their strength is in their pitching. Yeah, so and their they, bullpen. Yeah, their bullpen's amazing. If they right. can manage to keep that bullpen strong, then yes. Okay. And then the Giants, we'd like to just see them get in. Yeah. All right, NBA, we're down to the final four. Anthony Davis made a huge three to beat uh, Denver in game two. They're up 2 nothing on the Nuggets, and Miami and Celtics play tonight, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Miami leads 2-1. to one. I say whoever wins that game tonight wins the series. Who? Whoever wins game four between Miami and Boston will win the series. Okay. If Boston wins it, it's tied at two. If Miami wins it, it's three and one. So. Okay, but you're talking about the series in the Eastern Conference. Yes. Okay. Now that's well, okay. Well, let's, let's, Lakers, let's, Lakers are beating Denver. Lakers okay, well, let's, well, I'm saying let's bring some clarity because I didn't want you to say that to say that they, they're going to win it all. I was like, well, no. Okay, look. I'd love to see Lakers-Miami in the finals. No, I don't. You know what I want to see? Hey. I want to go classic. Lakers-Boston. Yeah, I just think it'd be a better matchup because Miami's come out of nowhere. Everybody, well, when Gordon Hayward came back, I think it, it gives the Celtics a little stability because all those young kids were just playing uh, me ball. You know, give it to me, I'm going to shoot. You know, so okay. But this uh, is my problem with Gordon Hayward. His biggest issue is he can't stay on the court. Okay. Well, that, that's that's his reason. He was on the court for eight years in Utah. So 
And he just blew out that knee. That as soon as he got traded, uh, two games later, I think he blew out his ankle. Okay. So uh, I, I I'm I'm going with Miami, L.A. in the finals. Who do you like? I, no, I tell you, I just want to see L.A. Boston for all time. Okay. Okay. No, I understand that. But and then what 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 you think about uh, Giannis got the MVP, and LeBron just went crazy. Of uh, 101 votes, I only got 16 first place votes. Really. And he just was like, and tell you the truth, they got to make it more definitive. Give the MVP award at the end of the regular season. Yeah, yeah. Because when it bleeds into the playoffs, Giannis disappeared, mm-hmm. and LeBron has just come to the forefront. Yeah. You know, yeah. so everybody said, oh, well, LeBron should have got. No, they need to hand those out at the end of the year, and then they give those other separate awards during the playoffs. Well, Dragging this thing out is just, it, it, it creates this controversy. Well, this is the thing. We got to keep it real. LeBron knows when to turn it on, okay? It's like, hey, yeah, I can turn it on a regular season. The only problem is I got to have gas in the tank for when I need it, okay? So when is And that's the key point. He can turn it on. I don't think Giannis can. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't think he can either. I think that's the issue. That's the reason why Giannis keeps getting, he keeps getting, you know, escorted out of the playoffs every time he tries to go with the Bucs. Now, I'll tell you something else. There's been scuttlebutt that the Bucks administrative office are going to do everything they can to bring him back and give him what he needs to win. I don't believe that, okay? I think, I think they're lying to him. If I'm Giannis, I get out of there because, first and foremost, hey, seeing is believing, okay? And they have not done that anyway. They didn't even think about championship run until Giannis got there. Well, what if he, would you take him on the Warriors? Oh, Absolutely. But you'd have to give up play and drag. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, now this is the thing. We had this discussion before. Okay, Draymond. Okay, Clay's not going anywhere. I'm sorry, not giving him up. No, I wouldn't either. But to get Giannis, you might have to. Nope. Then guess what? Giannis stays a buck. So I think the Bucks are going to try and keep him uh, after the season. He uh, deleted all his following of the Bucks and all the players. <laughs> so that's not a good sign. So, no, it's not. Did you see uh, Steph Curry? Uh, had recently welcomed Joel Embiid into uh, Under Armour because apparently he introduced his first his first shoe. Oh, he did. Yeah. Well, they got to be careful, man, because that's uh, tampering. Yeah, it is tampering. But hey, guess what? If there's a charge, you know, Steph can't afford it, so you know. Yeah, that's true. And the Warriors would probably pay it. Yeah, they probably will. So, so. but but uh, a lot going on these days. It's been uh, a lot of fun to have sports back. Yeah. And kind of brings everybody together, you know, yeah. including you and I. And uh, so, and the U.S. Open, I got to mention it, Bryson DeChambeau won the Open. Yeah, I saw that. And he's a, he's a kid who gained 40 pounds in the offseason of muscle. Wow. And feels like if he can hit the ball 400 yards, you know, and then just have a wedge into every green, he's got a better chance of winning. And I'll be darned if he didn't do it in the Open. Now, to me, he's ruined the game of golf. You know, it used to be strategy, uh, where do I hit this iron? You know, the, the technology has allowed the golf ball to go a million miles now. So now are we going to see all these golfers start to bulk up and lift weights and get big like Bryson? But, see, his body won't hold up swinging that hard. So, anyway, he was he's one of the most disliked, I'll say, players on tour, and not for any reason except for the way he thinks about the game. Nobody thinks like he does. He's an engineer, and uh, so it was pretty fascinating to watch, and uh, it'll be interesting to see where that sport goes moving forward. 
Well, it's interesting. I also want to point out that just recently, uh, Serena Williams got ousted, okay? Um, and At the U.S. Open. In the U.S. Open. And this would have been, I think, is it her 15th major, I think? Uh, I think she's... Yeah, I'm not sure where she is. Okay, but but my my but she's was, about to tie Margaret Court, I think. Well, what's interesting is that she did get pretty high up there. She got like I think right she got to the semis. And yeah. Semis, yeah, which means she could still play. But on the other end, you look at her and you think, okay, it may be your time to put the racket up. Yeah, she's 39 now. I think she has a young child and. Uh, when you have a child, especially as a female athlete, it just changes your whole attitude. I mean, it does, you know, we both know as parents, it changes your whole attitude about life. Right. It becomes about the child, not about Serena anymore. Right. So, you know what, what you had brought up earlier about LeBron, you know, upset because he only got 16 votes. It's like, dude, you know what? And and, and this is, this is kind of what I was saying before. It's like in the NBA, it's a me, 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 me attitude. Okay, and it's like, man, dude, you've gotten the MVP how many times? You know, you've, you've won the title. You've done all these accolades. It's like – I see. I think he has four, and he's been a uh, runner-up, I think, four or five times. Yeah. So, it's like, why are you complaining that Giannis, Giannis is younger than you? Okay? I mean – No, I understand why a veteran would complain. It's just like, really? I mean, I would never be in that stratosphere. Like, uh, you know, but I thought it was kind of like uh, – you know, it came out of nowhere. He was like, really? All you muckers who are voting for me, you know, and, and, and this is what I get? So I'm surprised to even talk to the media. Yeah. But uh, so Niners stayed back in West Virginia at the Greenbrier. It's a resort there. So they're going to practice there all week. And the MRI truck that was coming to take the yeah, MRI it got, it broke down. It broke yeah. down. <laughs> and then their plane on the way over tapped another plane, and they had to fix that. So they didn't get in until like 2.30 in the morning, Saturday or Sunday morning yeah. in New York. Yeah, yeah so I, I heard about it, it's that. Kind of, it's telling me it's the uh, – it, it has the whole feeling of the Super Bowl hangover. Super Bowl hangover, yeah. Okay. Everything's going wrong right now, and let's hope we can get it right. Yeah. Okay, we're going to close it out. And first of all, Mike, as always, man, this is always fun. Um this is Game Face. I'm Richard DeRay's Ewing. He's Mike the Shoot Schumann. We do this every Tuesday night. Thank you for listening. We do this on the Bleed Talent Network. And you you are welcome to listen anytime. However, if you come on, you better bring your game face. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.